2: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: I think they, with Saran, the healthy Sir Anthony, like they might have the best bullpen in baseball. Like it's certainly top three, like they are that great. And look, we talk about it every year and we saw it in the world series, like your starting rotation and your bullpen are just the most important things in the playoffs. They well, just are.
2: Well, and we're not even like what do they do at the deadline? I mean, yeah, like it's they, great, we're not even talking about that. Like right. they could go into the deadline and obviously the impact bat I think is something that we are are looking for. We are. Um, but even if they wanted to go out and get another bullpen piece. Yeah. And just make it like a, a freaking like a joke. A superstar it's back like, there, Like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. No no problem at all. No problem. It's just it's exciting, man. Like it's 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 fun to see them finally firing in all cylinders. And, again, like, 12 straight road wins seems impossible.
0: It seemed, Dude, you, you were right. When I said the Kimball thing and then you wrote the 11 straight at the time and now 12 straight, you're right. That is the most shocking. It hasn't happened since 1888. So, yeah, let's go with that as the most shocking thing that, you know. And 76. And 76.
2: I think 76, they won 13. So we got one more. Okay. We got one more, one more tonight. One more.
0: One more tonight. Yes. Uh. Regardless, like, the fact that this team is just, like, For the first time all season over the last few weeks, like it's like that's the team we expected to see the two more wins team. Yeah, that team that we talked
2: about, we got them. Yeah, they're grinding it out, being tough. Like, just they
0: feel like winners, they look like winners. The way to your point, like all the I mean, I know it's like silly and stuff, but it's something that we've cared about on this pod. The entire history of the pod is just like. Chemistry and culture and like guys looking like they're having fun out there and guys looking like they like playing with each other. Like that has always been something that we have harped on and cared about. And this is the best, like uh, the playoff run last year and this is the best I've seen it in the history of this podcast without a doubt.
2: Well, that's why I think going on the road is actually important for this team because not it's not it's not an indictment of of the crowd at Citizens Bank Park, but I've
0: been winning at home too. Like they've they a winning been, record at home.
2: They have been. But I do think there's and a little bit extra level of tightness at home because you the, the crowd wants it to feel like, like October Playoffs every again. game. You know what I mean? So it's, it's not... It's and almost like
0: too much pressure. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Like at home, it's like, we want to go... That's why I think they make so many base running mistakes at yeah, home. Yeah, that's, really the that's a really good point. They want to impress the crowd. I think they want to impress the crowd.
0: That's a really good point.
2: And I think going on the road, they just can go play. Just go play. Yeah. Just go play. And, and, and I think one of the more impressive parts of what they've done on this road streak. I know Chicago was great from an atmosphere standpoint, but remember if the last couple of years they would go to Miami and there'd be five people on the ballpark and oh, they, would, yeah. they would play like it. Oh yeah. They went to Oakland, one three straight. They went down to Tampa and one three straight. Like they're doing in these ballparks that are dead. Now I know. Now
0: Tampa had some Phillies flavor. A lot
2: of Phillies fans. It's right
0: your Clearwater. Makes sense. I was thinking about it. I was watching the game and I'm, I'm turning to Emily and I'm like, man, like it's really loud down there. And I'm like, oh yeah.
2: wonder why. <laughs> Clear water. Wonder, wonder that why. Sense. That makes
0: sense. So and oh yeah, no race fans. So no does.
2: race fans. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's just like their ability to to go into these ballparks where it's, you have to almost create your own energy. Yeah,
0: which they never used to do. Never it not matter did. if it was Miami, Cincinnati, whatever. Like we talk I've, hundreds of times we've talked about that on the pod. Of just like a no energy team on the road, an empty stadium. Can't you've used that phrase, that exact phrase, Jack. You're I've I have it like burned in my my mind of nice. you going like they need to create their own energy on the road and they haven't been able to do it. Like, you've said that so many times.
2: Well, and that's why. Garrett was the most second most important Philly behind Schwarber, he
0: really is important. He's very important. I was thinking about it when I was watching the game last, and also by the way, like a really solid backup catcher too. Like, got a good arm, makes great throws down a second.
2: Calls a great game. Seems
0: like he calls a really good game, though. I will say, I feel like he drops more strikes than any catcher I've ever seen for some reason. You know what I mean? Like, just like not a big deal, well, but like they well, just kind he, of bounce off the bottom of his glove
2: or. It's because again, he's a little, or, little he's like, a little guy, he's a little guy. But
0: I feel like it happens all the time. But, like, he's a really solid player, a solid hitter. Like, obviously took one for the team last night.
2: Oh, he wore that.
0: <laughs> I will say, I was thinking about watching last night because I think it's most startling when you see, when you go to a normal Phillies game and he's doing that catching in between innings, like if JT was batting or whatever and he's getting his gear on, and Stubbs comes out and when he's got no gear on, over, he looks, like, so absurdly small yes. out there. But I always think about, like, he was the best player on his freaking high school team. He's the best player on his college. like all these dudes who tower like now he's like not the best player, obviously he's but he's a major league player. But like I think about like Garrett Stubbs with a bunch of dudes on his college team where he's like the little guy and he's just way better than all
2: those guys. Well, I mean That's awesome. at one point he was a top twenty prospect for the Astros. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like but, he's just yeah. And and But he is
0: the culture dude, of man. Of course he they is. All
2: love him. Like yeah. those guys love him. And sure, they could go find a better backup catcher, but I don't, I don't need and, it. And
0: even then, like honestly, like that's the kind of thing, and Andrew Knapp, I do think was particularly bad, but it was oh, one of those. Go. But it was one of those things with like, look, backup catchers are bad when it comes to hitting. Like,
2: Wait, you couldn't you couldn't f- get past that with with Nappy. There are few- Nappy worked a great at bat, called a good game, and all I heard, oh, Nappy's the quote. Yeah. yeah, grow up.
0: He was the vote, You know why? Because he, he he got us Garrett Stubbs. Don't you love Stubbs? More? I do love Stubbs. So I do go. love Stubbs. I man. was right. I called for a better one and I got it. Congratulations. You you.
2: you nailed the backup catcher.
0: Everyone, you're welcome.
2: Yep. All right. And he's a Jew. And
0: he's a Jew. Think about that. That, that, In fact, I'm going to claim ownership of Garrett Seves. Garrett Seves is a Philly because of me.
2: Yes. Well, no. And he is just like, again, he has all the playlists. He has, you know, like, he's just. He's the energy guy, and I and and him having, I, I believe he came up with a new celebration too. Hey. If I had, if I had to guess, it was because oh, of yeah, him. Oh yeah, that would make sense. Like it seems like a Garrett <laughs> stuff. Totally like that, is. like this is gonna be our new thing. we are all beamed up. What well, he's like he's like walking up and down the 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 dugout before the game, like doing high five. Like he's just he's very important. They would I, not be as good as they are without Garrett. I'm though. a
0: big glue guy guy. Like I, I
2: really am. Well, Because many say that you're the glue of WIP. Yeah, I
0: agree with that. Thank you. You right? are the glue guy of, <laughs> of
2: this radio program.
0: Yeah, I'm a friendly guy. Yeah. Uh, I think it's important. And I, I'm so with you, dude. I, I think Stubbs has been a underratedly, incredibly important part of this team. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. Uh, all right. What else stood out to you? We talked about Nola, obviously. I think that you know, at least for me, when I look, the outside of just like them going to Tampa, winning these games. Like, if I had to pick one dude who kind of like, I think is like the most important thing we saw in Tampa, it was that start from Nola. Mm-hmm. W- would you agree with that?
2: Uh, I would say that. I-, I thought Tom and Walker. You know, I think it was important. Badly. Yeah, I mean, just being able to go do that. And-, and the other thing that I thought was interesting, they didn't do it with Sanchez yesterday because I don't think that you know maybe two starts from now he continues to keep this up they will be more open to it but i thought it was i thought it was noticeable and we talk about uh these guys trusting Rob Thompson because he trusts in them talked about it with Jeff Hoffman yep. talked about it with Junior Marte mm-hmm. Noah going out for the eighth i
0: thought about it in the moment cuz you said this last time we talked about it with the wheeler thing with the like i am i'm am so with you
2: so Noah going out for the eighth and then he gave Tyron Walker the seventh seventh i and and, and he got through it he yeah. handled it yeah yeah and he's done that a couple times with these starters and it's it saved a couple of pieces of the bullpen, which is good, which is important. Um but I, but I do think it does it, it does it gives those guys like, all right, Rob's got me. I gotta go do this. And we talk about the importance of a manager and what does a manager do? and like everyone's questioning like, oh, they do a set a line they even matter right. Yeah, yeah. right. that stuff. Yeah. Like that's what that's what managers that's why they're not coaches.
0: No, it's like with Joe Torre. Everyone used to be like, What the hell is that guy do?" It's that he kept the clubhouse together. Everyone loved him. He was able to find ways to get players to to motivate guys and all that. But like you don't but the funny thing is I think I,
2: Rob Thompson's winning percentage is like six thirty eight, right?
0: Dude, now. just saying. I do I will say too, I think with Thompson, we're starting to see something that was, was you know, basically until game six of the World Series, like uh Topper had it. It just felt like whenever we would make these moves where everyone's like, Why are you doing that? It worked. well, And we're seeing that. Like, Josh, the Josh Harrison starts. Like, it seems like the dude homers when he starts. Or this, that. Like, it's like, J- Topper keeps doing these things where it's like, why are you doing it? Like, the other day, I can't remember what it was. They're facing a lefty and both stop and her down. And, like, you know, Pache comes through. And freaking, you know, uh, Josh Harrison comes through. And it's like. I feel like we're starting to get back to that point where, like, even when it maybe isn't the smartest or best decision, like, it goes right for Tapper.
2: Yeah, but he's on a, he's definitely, yesterday was the heat check for him. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, he he had five straight lefties batting. Like, (laughs) Like, what are we doing? I mean, you don't have to do Funny, that because
0: it was almost like, all right, Rays, I'm yeah. gonna out-ray you, but he that's the kind of thing the Rays would do. Like, the only team that I if you said, all right, what team in baseball is gonna have five straight lefties in the lineup? Be like, the Rays, they'd
2: obviously, five, they have, the
0: Rays might have nine straight lefties in
2: the lineup, five straight lefties. I was like, what are you doing? And then, and then the other hot streak moment was in the 10th, he let Derek Hall bet. yeah, that's <laughs> another great point. Like, I mean, unless they just want to give JT the full day, but I don't know.
0: Which they might. They've been weird with the the days, the double days. They've liked to give guys the two days off and all that type of stuff. So, look, hey, I will give them credit in that um, they've done a nice job keeping guys healthy so far this season, especially with how taxed the bullpen was early in the season. I mean, a guy like Strom, we talked about, he's already surpassed his innings for combined the last two seasons. (laughs) So, you know, like, I, I do think Topper's found a way to really navigate this yeah and and he's got a he's got a really good feel for this
2: roster well oh, and i think i think a lot of it comes back to also this and his staff and then katham and his staff putting together the game plan the like
0: whole thing long the biomechanics the whole group like again you know back up to the top the guy we always loved the guy we always said was going to do a great job here i mean dave dombrowski just deserves a ton of freaking credit for how this organization functions how they look the fact that they're a real like Feels like real checks and balances, real like best practices, like all these things that high functioning organizations have that we have not had in a really long time, Jack, or ever. Like it just feels like it's it's a really high functioning organization, top to bottom.
2: And it's starting to to, to bear itself out in the field. Which, yeah, which is the which is the best part of it all. So, um yeah, it's it's it for because the beginning of this podcast, first couple of years of this podcast, it was like, are they a well run team? <laughs> like, does, does anyone down there know what they're doing? Last two years, I mean... It's the,
0: like a night and day.
2: The the organizational shift, even like getting the analytics right. And, and I mean, it's a, it's a minor thing, but having Stott playing up the middle last night, he dives... D- Double play. That was a big play in that game. He's in the right spot. He might
0: like, lose that game if he's not, because the run score is there. Who knows?
2: Yep, totally agree. And, and it's just, they, they are finally... Do- I mean, dude, when they first, when Gabe first got hired, they had the wrong... They had the wrong shifts for an entire year. You know, I know, the because year. they because they had no idea like the what the, year,
0: they couldn't read the analytics. They didn't understand it. Dude,
2: that was so funny. It was, like, it was one of the most funny <laughs> storylines of the early game was that they tried all this advanced stuff that didn't make any sense because they were reading it wrong. Because <laughs> it didn't they were uh, reading the information wrong. It didn't make sense. Yeah, yeah it, crack. I was watching it like, oh, uh, Freddie Freeman. Uh,
0: the amount of balls that were hit to no one and just like nor I remember us just being like like normal baseballs, like there, there were few things. Don't get me wrong. We all remember the 2020 bullpen. That was the worst. But in terms of just watching a baseball team and feeling deflated, there are a few things more deflating than just seeing balls hit to the shortstop and there's no one there.